2: Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of the Sale Trend Witch Zytles. Is that clear what I was trying to do there?
3: Wait, Close repeat enough? that? The, the Sale Trend oh, Witch Zytles? Yes, yes All <laughs> I right. I too busy reading the hocus pocus copy. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, man, we have fun here. I am Jack. That is super producer, Becca Ramos.
3: Hello, uh, hello.
2: Hello. How are you doing?
3: I'm good. Woo.
2: This is a, uh, a barn burner of a trends episode. Um, <laughs> it's really hard to figure out which story to start with first. There's Truly. Um, so the much bombshell hate. on Capitol Hill about uh, Trump's behavior on the day of January 6th. But I think it's pretty safe to say the people want to hear about Hocus Pocus 2. Um, <laughs> the, the trailer just dropped. I am surprised this movie exists. I don't I don't follow the trades that closely. I did not know they were gonna re-up with a hocus pocus sequel. Becca, are you a hocus pocus fan?
3: To be honest, I am a I Halloween Town girl. I love the Halloween Town franchise, the series. It's actually based in Oregon, um, in this like little town just north of Portland. And it's really cute to go during Halloween. They have like the little pumpkin there. And they have a pumpkin lighting ceremony, like the the movie. But I digress. We're talking about Hocus Pocus, not Halloween Town. If we're you know speaking of Disney Halloween-y, witchy franchises,
2: yeah, I, I was not even familiar with Halloween Town. I was oh, eighteen I it. when that movie came out, which I think is a little old for Halloween Town.
3: It it was past your time, you know. It yeah. was it was you know right on target for me, but Hocus Pocus. I remember watching it. It didn't gravitate to me super much, but I was like very into like witches and all that stuff. I was probably a witch for Halloween three different years in a row. Wow. I have heard buzz about this. It has been like, I think people, I mean, they have a cult following. Hocus Pocus, like Disney has realized the power of Hocus Pocus. There is so much merch at Disney World revolving Hocus Pocus. If you go during Halloween, they have like a whole Hocus Pocus like parade theme show at Mm -hmm. the end with the fireworks and all that stuff. I can realize that. Yeah, it's become quite the, like, I feel, like, really big in cosplay. Like, people love to dress as the, uh, is it the Sanderson sisters? Yeah. Um, People love to cosplay the Sanderson sisters. So it does not surprise me that this is coming back. I I was shocked that Sarah Jessica Parker did sign on, and she is in it, and they look good. Like, in the trailer, I was shocked on how good they looked.
2: Well, that's one of the benefits of, like, going back to a role where they like aged you up to look like you were 200 years old in the first one, because that then now you're just like, yeah, we still, still works.
3: Um, Cause, cause I forgot how young she was during that role. Cause yeah, they do age her up so much. I'm like, no way. Sarah Jessica Parker is like in her like early twenties, I think in that role.
2: So, the, so the film stars, Bette Midler, Kathy Najimi, and Sarah Jessica Parker as the, uh, I guess they're not the titular witches. They're not like named Hocus and Poe and Cut, uh, Like, <laughs> But they are the titular witches.
3: They're the Sanderson they sisters. Are. They
2: are the Sanderson sisters. Um, and the thing that is surprising to me mostly about this sequel is that the original movie was set in a reality where the moral of the Salem witch trials is, yeah, man, those fools were witches. <laughs> and you got to watch out for witches because they're evil. Um, It's set in Salem. The witches from the witch trial come back to life and haunt and like magic is unleashed. A lot of like Ghostbusters style magic. If I remember correctly, it's like a lot of like lightning CGI and uh, wind machines, wind tunnel effects uh, happening. But my younger sister did love the movie to the point that I've probably seen it dozens of times. and. I don't know. I, we'll, we'll see. I, I'm I'm excited now. I'm excited that people are excited.
3: Yeah, I mean, it is a Kenny Ortega original, so you know it's going to be good. He is the king of DCOM originals, uh, and I love him for it. So I just very, like, I, I probably haven't seen it since I was little. I remember the little girl. Like, I remember the imagery. I remember having a crush on the older brother, and that's about all I got. Like, that is have not watched it since i was young but i will obviously be tuning in to hocus pocus 2 cuz i love all things halloween it's my favorite mm. holiday
2: who did you say um the it, it is a what original
3: a decom disney channel original movie i oh, got it of yeah. course of course cuz like when you turn on the tv you know during cable days and it's like decom special tonight high school musical 2
2: nice So,
3: and then they play the theme music, and then you got to run and get your popcorn before it starts.
2: That's fun. Well, speaking of being excited that people are excited, apparently on January 6th, Donald Trump was excited that his people were excited. (laughs) um, But then he was mad because they wouldn't let him go to the party that they were having for him and had a temper tantrum and tried to grab the steering wheel of the car that he was in that his Secret Service were driving. This is kind of, this is, feels like the big one. This feels uh, Every pretty... time
3: Jack. It feels like the big one. It's like we learn one new thing about Trump admitting that he was there, that he was an active participant, that he was, you know, committing crimes against his country. And yet, you know, nothing's going to happen.
2: Yeah, I guess nothing's going to happen. It's pretty wild. <laughs> it's the big one from an entertainment perspective. It is. We're it getting is. This quote some... is wild. Yeah, we're getting some details. Uh, He said, I'm the effing president. Probably didn't say effing. uh, Take me to the Capitol now. At that point, he reached up towards the front of the vehicle to grab at the steering wheel. The Secret Service agent grabbed his arm and said, Sir, you need to take your hand off the steering wheel. We're going back to the West Wing.
3: I would just love to hear an interview from that Secret Service agent. Like, What is in that poor person's mind that they're like, This man is absolutely batshit crazy. And my life is on the line to protect his life, who is committing treason against our country. And I have to yell at him to not grab the steering wheel as I'm trying to drive him away from actively committing treason.
2: Yes. As Um, the president
3: of the United States. They
2: were under orders from both his lawyers who were like, oh, yeah, no, he can't do that. He'll go to jail forever (laughs) if he does that. And then also their thing is to protect the life of the president. And he was like, yeah, I just want to go to the mob with all the guns. And they were like, oh, man, you super can't do that. So, so the testimony is from the top aide to Mark Meadows, Cassidy Hutchinson. What a name, um, Cassidy. <laughs> uh, but she also overheard on the day uh, she was in the vicinity of conversations where uh, she overheard the president say something to the effect of, you know, I don't fucking care that they have weapons. They're not here to hurt me. Take the fucking mags away, which are like the metal detector things. Let my people in. They can march to the Capitol from here. Let the people in. Take the fucking magnometers away. And she also heard, as they were storming the Capitol, saying, hang Mike Pence, Mr. Trump endorsed the violence. So it's like, it's all the the bad stuff that we could have uh, imagined was going on, (laughs) was happening. I'm sure that this marks the new news cycle where the right is going to be trying to assassinate her character, but it's wild stuff. I would say, I mean, I don't know. I don't know that it's going to change anything. Definitely interesting timing that, this is all dropping like right after Roe was overturned that they're like.
3: Yeah. It's like, I, I don't know if it's like a democratic push for us to forget that we're upset about Roe and to be upset about Donald Trump. But right. then it's also like, are you going to actively do anything about either? No. And that's, I think been the frustrating thing with the whole, you know, January six hearings and everything. Cause there's so much, obviously now compounding evidence that treason was committed and actively, you know, sought out. And this is, uh, where are we going with it? Are we ever going to get a conclusion that is of right and justice for the treason our president committed?
2: No. Probably. (laughs) Probably. Um,
3: It is, you know, it is a thing to laugh about right now in the sense that it is nice to be proven correct on how fucked up it was but wow is it disheartening to hear that and know just how little anything is going to get done about it
2: so i could see um the the thing about this that makes me hopeful is that um this makes me hopeful it does seem like some mainstream republicans are like all right so obviously we can't let this guy run um yeah
3: that's true
2: that would mean that they would have two big candidates because Trump is running. I don't give a fuck. He's not He's not going to not run just because yeah. you tell him not to. So he's definitely Absolutely. going to be running for president. So if you have two big right-wing candidates, then maybe you know, left wing candidates start getting in the mix is my hope is that like we get we have a four candidate race because we clearly need a third party candidate that is to the left of Biden running. And I think there would be a surprising amount of support for that, that the corporate media would not cover, but, you know, would show up at the voting tallies, even if they don't win, Um, it it would at least continue to push the Democrats to acknowledge just how completely unsustainable it is to just continue to be the party of inaction. They, their main constituency seems to be corporations. Like they, I, I think we should have known that when you know Obama worked his ass off to have like a universal health care, and then health insurance companies wrote the wrote the law. That's like, yeah, no, that's if that's the best we can do, it's not good enough. (laughs) Like this Mm -hmm. party, this party not going to work. So anyways, that's, that's my hope is that having Trump and a Republican candidate would open it up for more like third party candidates. And I, I do think that it would be very annoying because everybody who is a mainstream Democrat would be talking to you know, nonstop and all all the New York times and everything would be switching between ignoring and trying to tear down AOC or whoever the candidate is. But I I do think there would be some support in in the voting booths and it is election day, right?
3: Yeah. Speaking of voting booths, woo. Yeah. Now more than ever, it is important to vote the state and local level. That is where we as the little people can make the most change and, you know, actively be a part of the community. You know, it is where you live. It is just so, so, so important. Um, I am residing in New York, and today is the primary elections for New York, uh, also in Illinois, Colorado, Oklahoma, and then there's runoffs in Mississippi and um, South Carolina. So get out there. I voted this afternoon. Uh, and voting polls in at least New York are open till 9 PM Mm. and yeah, just, just go. I know it's like with everything going on the news, it feels so dystopic. Even I was like, oh God, I don't want to vote. But my friend was like, Becca, let me help you get informed. Sent me a bunch of really important documents about the working, um, families, uh, party. And I was like, wow, this is really great, informative, really helped me get out there. Voting took me literally five minutes. Um, there's only five positions you're voting on for this election right now. So just do your civic duty. It You can make a difference at the state and local level, which is like with everything going out with Roe v. Wade is so, so, so important to keep your eyes on that stuff versus just the holistic national depressing news. Yeah, that's my push
2: (laughs) good push all right let's take a quick break we'll come back we'll talk about barbie
1: And secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu.
2: And we're back, and you know, no, no major news, but we we just got new looks from the set of Barbie. Um, They they appear to be filming like on location in public in a lot of cases, and so we're we're just getting like lots of photos of Ryan Gosling <laughs> looking good as Ken in uh, Cowboy Ken getup. Uh, yes, yeah, so also offline, rollerblade Ken getup. Yeah,
3: offline we had a debate a week or two ago, about, you know, Ryan Gosling being Ken. I will put myself out there and say I felt like he was a little old, you know, especially compared to Margot Robbie. Mm-hmm. But after these pictures have come out, I have rescinded my original opinion. I am full for Ryan Gosling being Ken. And that's all to say I love Ryan Gosling. I've been a Ryan Gosling fan from the jump. But I was just like, that initial photo to me, I was like, ah, in comparison to Margot Robbie, I don't know. they are, you know, like ten, eleven years apart, but these photos of Cowboy Ken, they got me. I'm in. Yeah. I'm fully I'm fully in. I'm excited. And I just so need look.
2: you to go on the record and say <laughs> that the the like switch of the position is not because Ryan Gosling is the same age as me and I said, <laughs> I don't know, maybe <laughs> rethink that position. <laughs> rethink maybe your bullshit slander of forty one year old. Uh, An R. Kelly fan was accused of planning to storm the prosecutor's offices. I don't even know what that means.
3: Yeah, it's uh, so. 39-year-old Illinois man was charged days ahead of Kelly's scheduled sentencing hearing, basically during, like, his plan was during the sentencing hearing to storm the office to not let them, you know, arraign R. Kelly, uh, which is bananas. You know, we were talking about how so many of the wrong people get to storm things uh, and none (laughs) of the right
2: storming things. (laughs) This is, this is really, we're fucking up, get letting the, the wrong motives storm everything.
3: Yeah. So, you know, glad that he was, you know, arrested, I guess, but by golly, think about who you're protecting.
2: (laughs) Wow. And his his statement was get real familiar with this building. Kells goes down. Everybody's going down. Yeah. All right. So, Jelaine Maxwell, the people who were planning to storm the building before she was sentenced just didn't get there in time and she's been sentenced to 20 years and to pay $750,000 fine, which is not enough, but... Yeah, um, they
3: were trying to push for more, but, you know, the government. <laughs>
2: it's both not enough and also more than i would have expected for somebody who i think a lot of people suspect is like protected was going to be protected at the highest levels but yeah true human monster garbage person not a garbage person like a emptier of garbage cans Um, (laughs) anyways yeah fuck Lane maxwell Finally, uh, Machine Gun Kelly. We just saw a picture of Machine Gun Kelly, and <laughs> that is noteworthy. He, a uh, very strange-looking human.
3: He is very tall and slender man-looking, and the image that we are speaking of is someone tweeting Rock and Roll Ken and Barbie in reference to a hot pink getup that Machine Gun Kelly and uh, Megan Fox are sporting. And, you know, I disagree, but... That's my opinion.
2: (laughs) You disagree that they are rock and roll Ken Barbie?
3: Absolutely. You should have to look at this? Yeah, both. You know, like it's it's... Machine Gun Kelly's in that weird camp of like a very particular type of white boy that men find or women find attractive. I don't understand it. Um, And Megan Fox is. I, I feel like she has been done unjust by the Hollywood system. I love Megan Fox. Beautiful, but not a fan of this pairing. I'm tired of seeing them. The internet needs to stop giving me Machine Gun Kelly, Megan Fox content. I don't want to hear more about their sex life. I feel like no one has asked and yet they keep volunteering information. So I'm not going to give them rock and roll Ken and Barbie because I don't think he's a rock and roll star. I'm sorry. Like, He's a bad artist, and I don't know how he's been getting so much media press. He's got a documentary coming out on Hulu. Very confused. I just, I don't, I don't get it. Come for me.
2: Yeah, I think that my understanding of Machine Gun Kelly was greatly enhanced when I saw the corporate A&R meeting where he was on the uh on the big like boardroom table doing like air guitar to his new album which he was like debuting for a bunch of suits and people were like oh my god like my day has been pretty cool how about yours got to do a meeting with machine gun kelly and like it's just he's he's just appropriating a various like styles of like punk and rap and being like a bad boy, but like he's doing it for corporate suits and the fact that he's willing to do a thing that generally like is a stance that doesn't always coincide with someone being super comfortable selling out. The fact that uh, he is both trying to be a punk and also super comfortable selling out to the point that he's like dancing on a table for a boardroom full of suits like, makes his career make more sense to me. That like, once I saw that, I was like, oh, I'm going to be seeing so much more of this person.
3: Yeah, it's just... The Machine Gun Kelly, Megan Fox relationship has been such a wild whirlwind of media press. We were talking before this on how, like, you know, Megan Fox has disappeared for many years from the media, primarily because she was unjustly blacklisted from Hollywood. But now it just seems like she is just machine gun Kelly's girlfriend. But mm. all the clips of them lately have been very much like, oh, she's kind of sick of this too. Like we're sick of it. Like he's like, you know, his little spider arms wrapping around her being like, yeah, my fiance and I were just so in love. And like, uh, you know, they're like making out on the red carpet. And it's so clear that she's like out of the, oh, I'm so happy that my boyfriend's obsessed with me phase to this like Man, get him off of me! I need to breathe. So has she said
2: know, stuff like that, or are we just reading you know, body language and being body like, language? She must hate this, right?
3: She's got it. Like this has been, to
2: be insufferable.
3: Yeah, there's been two or three clips. Like I think there was one from the uh, uh, Kardashian wedding uh, that they were invited to. Courtney and uh, Travis is wedding. Um, they were uh, sitting together, and he like made this whole speech, and then he made it about Megan Fox at the courtney Mm -hmm. wedding and it's like okay and she looks so annoyed like oh my god please sit the fuck down like i'm so tired (laughs) of talking about our love and then there's like one red carpet instance where she's just like being talked to by a reporter and then he just like comes around and he's like wrapping his arms around her and being like yeah we're just so in love and it's just like i'm like as a woman Mm -hmm. who has been in relationships with many men who sometimes are overwhelming you're just like yeah like let the girl breathe like sometimes you just don't want to be absorbed in front of people. You're just like, get out of me. So, I feel for her, Megan Fox. I hope you find peace.
2: <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh Definitely uh, done wrong by like 90s, 2000s Hollywood. And, yeah, in the um, Molly Lambert profile of the two of them, I think he like used the phrase haunted fairy tale like three times. He's like, it's like we're in the stars of a haunted fairy tale. And I'm like in my own nightmare dreamscape fairy tale. And (laughs) like, I it was like, Oh man, this, she's going to get tired of this, but I don't know. He's, uh, he's also got the Pete Davidson spider human body that people seem to really go for these days. I really uh, like it. So I don't know. I get it. I think you should be can personally. That's where <laughs> I'm coming from. Um, all right. Well, those are some of the things that are trending on this June 28th. We are back tomorrow with a whole last episode of the show. Until then, be kind to each other. Be kind to yourselves. Get the vaccine. Don't do nothing about white supremacy and go look up contribute to abortion funds um all right we are back tomorrow talk to y'all then bye here's something you might not know about wireless sometimes what you see isn't what you get